Well, hey now, hey now. Happy birthday, America. This is Jer Bear, and welcome back to Shakedown Stream. Right on. We got some live Grateful Dead coming up right here on MVY Radio. Right on. Happy 4th.
Well, yeah, that's the Grateful Dead. They're going to sit right there till they die. Big River from the Orpheum Theater in San Francisco, July 17th, 1976. And before that, we heard Mississippi Half Step from July 4th, 1990, The Dead in Bonner Springs, Kansas. Right on. Welcome to Shakedown Stream. And again, happy 4th of July. And I hope you had a good one, and I hope it's still going. Yeah, whatever's going on, ups, downs, sideways, all around crazy America stuff, we still need to stop once a year and celebrate. Say happy birthday, America, and keep going, right? That's what happy birthdays are about, you know? I made it this far. Not everybody makes it this far. So we're going to keep on doing it, right? So in honor of this very special birthday, as you know, uh, the Grateful Dead, they came back from Europe 72 in late May. They did one show, Pigpen's last show at Hollywood, California on June 17th. Even though it was Pigpen's last show, he did not sing. And then they don't pick up again in 1972 until July 16th. However, I just came across this bootleg. It may, I may have had it before. Maybe you have it too. But after some debate, uh, it's been decided that this Jerry show happened on June 30th, 1972 in San Francisco. And it's Jerry and Merle, John Kahn, Bill Vitt on drums, and Tom Fogarty of Creedence Clearwater Revival on guitar. And I guess this show used to be labeled as uh, uh, 9172. And I actually have a, uh, a bootleg where it's, it's dated that. But uh, I thought, let's go back to 1972. But this is Jerry, Jerry Garcia doing 1972. We'll listen to some of this, and hopefully we'll listen to all of it. But our featured show will be July 1st, 1992, the last show of the summer tour of 1992. From Buckeye, Ohio. Right on. Here's Jerry.
Yeah, man. That's Jerry Garcia doing Expressway to Your Heart. And before that, it ain't no use. Yeah, that's uh, coming from the Keystone Corner, corner with a K, June 30th, 1972. And uh, I just want to read this to you because uh, in 2010, uh, this gentleman put out um, kind of an essay, but also his research on the exact correct date of this show. And he says here, while this show circulated as 9172 in analog days, it is incorrect. So, what about 63072? I don't know what the Jerry site has gathered over the years, but its listing was my initial justification for dating the material 63072. Somewhat miraculously, there is a contemporary account of the show that brings a few pieces of evidence in support of the date and one not in support of it. Joel Selvin reports that on the last night of Herrera's ownership, 63072, the Garcia Sanders convict Fogarty Quintet opened their last set at Keystone with a lengthy, rousing versions of After Midnight, Money Honey, and an untitled, basically unstructured instrumental. And set two of this show does exactly that. I'm not going to go too more into it, but I just want to give you a little update as how cool it is that some of these old, like 1972 Garcia shows, which are very good, there's a little uncertainty about what the date is and where it comes from, but there are people who will track it down. And somebody had found the listing of the shows on 9172 at this venue, and I think it was Frank Hubbard or somebody who was actually listed as the one who was performing that night. So, we will continue to celebrate 4th of July with some more Jerry Garcia right here on MVY Radio. Right on.
Jerry Garcia and Merle Sanders, one kind of favor I ask of you. Please make sure you keep my grave kept clean. 6.30, Jerry and Merle at the Keystone Corner in San Francisco, California. Zip code 94133. 750 Vallejo Street on a Friday night. Right on. Um... Well, looks like Phil uh, had the band Dawes, the guys from Dawes, uh, join him at Ashbury Park for July 4th as he's touring around. And, of course, Dead & Company are touring around. They're going to be at the Gillette Stadium today, tonight. Yeah, those are cool. Like, you know, you can always uh, buy the video download and, and stream it and check it out. Or maybe that's tonight. Maybe I got the dates wrong. Maybe that's happening. Maybe that happened July 2nd. I'm all mixed up because you got the 4th of July and then everything else. And so, you know, I'm trying to keep it together. But before we get to the next part of our Shakedown Stream uh, segments, let's close off with The Dead in Louisville. July 6th, 1990. Check it out right here on Shakedown Stream.
United States Blues by the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Right on. That's from Fresno. It's an official release. July 19th, 1974. Great show. Yeah, U.S. Blues. Before that, Hell in a Bucket. And that was from Louisville. 7490. 1990. Great year for the Grateful Dead. Cool. Well, I was just reading a little bit um, that Dead and Company broke out supplication for the first time on 629 at Pine Knob. And this is still blows me away, but um, 
Garcia, even though he's not here, he is selling weed. He has his own brand, Garcia Handpicked. And uh, there's a new strain being sold in Colorado or available in Colorado now called Morning in Marin. And it is a sativa strain. I can't believe that. I always think about this because I live in the Commonwealth where weed is now legal. It's just not even a big deal. But I think about all the trouble I got into in high school with the school, with my parents, with even the, the, the law enforcement. And now, you know, I wouldn't get in trouble. Now, my parents have their own set of rules, right? There's God's laws. There's human law. There's nature's law. But then there's my parents' law. Whoa. Also, Phil Lesh and Friends, uh, he was um, joined by Amy Helms, uh, Levon Helms' daughter, and Warren Haynes and John Schofield. And uh, they uh, opened up in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Pretty cool. All right, let's do this for the Bear Essentials. And I'm thinking, let's do a double shot. You know, it's 4th of July, so like, why not? Yeah, here we go. Uh, and I'll tell you more about the bands, but the songs I suspect you will recognize right here on Takedown Stream. you've been seen 
but then I just can't go you win again this heart of mine could never see what everybody knew but me well just trust in you was my great sin to get to hear that song but um, the song we just heard was called You Win Again certainly we saw a song that we know from the Grateful Dead from Europe 72 just going to give you some liner notes here You Win Again and all this material comes from a CD release called Lost Highway Songs from the Box 2005 WMBR Cambridge that's Boston Radio the Plaintiff, Cheated On, classic of Hank Williams, as performed by another Boston treasure, Eileen Jewell. She and her band released a new CD this past year on their own. This song, though, was recorded in the WMBR studios just as Eileen's live performance had ended during her visit on the Lost Highway program earlier this year. And yes, that's her on the harp, too. Before that, we heard a Stagger Lee. The most famous murder ballad, done in a classically old-timey way by the Foghorn String Band, 
who tour out of Portland, Oregon. All five of the band's members are from elsewhere in the U.S., a dustful collection of musical travelers from around the country. The songs on their third release, Wiser Sunrise. Right on. So we heard a Stagger Lee and You Win Again. Boy, the voice on Eileen Jewell. Woo. Beautiful voice. I love her rendition. I hope you enjoyed that. Well, right on. Hey, let's get to our featured show. And as I've been saying for the past few weeks, that after this summer tour, Garcia did not play. The Grateful Dead did not play again during 1992 until the month of December. This will be the last show of the summer tour. And from what I've read, that it was a very kind of strange parking lot scene, uh, kind of a heavy cop scene, but a lot of nitrous and a lot of just heavy drug use. Um, so we're going to check out the show. This will be my first time listening to this show, so we'll listen to it together. July 1st, 1992, Buckeye Lake. Um, I think it's called, I want to make sure, it's called the Music Theater, Music Center in Hebron, Ohio. Yeah, so... This is it. And also, um, the dead are joined by Steve Miller, who had been touring with the band. But on this night, they're also joined by Norton Buffalo. Check it out. The Grateful Dead.
come riding up on a quasar. His place was jingling, the dough was a jar. His buckle was silver, his manner was bold. I asked him to come on in out of the cold. His brain was boiling, his reason was spin.
Oh, the streets of Rome are filled with rubble. Ancient footprints are everywhere. Well, you could almost think that you're seeing double on a cold, dark night on the Spanish stage. Gotta hurry on back to my hotel room Where I got me a date with Bobby Chelly's niece 
Virginia, California on my mind Straddled that ground and rode it past the brother and on across Carolina Stopped in Charlotte and bypassed Rocky and there never was a middle leg Nine miles out of Atlanta by sundown Rolling towards the Georgia State We had more of trouble that turned into a struggle Off of the jiggy top bottom on 10 on 9. 
Thanks for the heads up, Bobby Weir. The Promised Land out of Bird Song. That's right. That comes from our featured show. We just completed the first set from Hebron, Ohio, from the Buckeye Music Theater, July 1st, 1992. Before the Bird Song, we heard a Picasso Moon, Brown Eyed Woman, When I Paint My Masterpiece, Stago Lee. And the greatest story ever told out of Touch of Grey to open up the show. Right on. I'm glad we were able to end uh, with this show. Kind of cool. Uh, I've been reading a little bit about this show as much as I can. Um, and let me share some of that with you. First off, um, the Stagger Lee, that was the third one of the tour. And the Touch Greatest uh, opener... Uh, they opened this tour with that, and they ended the tour with a Touch Greatest. They did do it three times, though. And we will hear a locomotive air horn, which is something that they would, you know, Billy would do uh, throughout the tour. But I, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. So somebody was saying that they heard a flute player during the first set, and different people who were at the show said, I never heard a flute player. Though, as I was reading this, during one of Jerry's leads on Stagger Lee, it sounded like uh, his MIDI had a little bit of a flute sound as he was playing. And I don't know if that was what the person was referring to. It does sound like there was a lot of people at the show, potentially like 70,000 people, which would have been a record for the Buckeye. 
I also heard, and this is a little distressing, but a security guard got sprayed in the face with LSD and he had to get choppered out. I would say, just from my experience with such a thing, I wouldn't put him in a helicopter. I would find some place to kind of keep him mellow. Actually, keep him at the dead show. But um, it may be that that was the best choice. Right after Brown-Eyed Woman, I don't know if you could hear this, but I, it sounded like Jerry was talking on stage and they picked up his voice where he was saying, what are you laughing at? Don't look at me like that. Stop it. I'd have to listen to it again, but I thought I heard that. Now, as we get ready for the second set, we'll be joined by Steve Miller and Norton Buffalo. I don't know if you're familiar with Norton Buffalo, but uh, we'll get to hear him. But after the opening song of the second set, uh, apparently the crew took a long time to set up um, the amps and stuff for uh, Steve Miller and Norton Buffalo. However, they forgot to plug in Steve Miller's mic. Now the air horn, the locomotive thing, somebody called it a five chime Nathan air horn. I don't know if that means anything to you, but I thought that was interesting. And that during the scene in the forest, in between the two fields, you know, I, I wasn't at the show, but people said it got kind of weird, kind of like really strange out there. Um, July 1st might be Canada Day. But there was a sense that people were saying that there was a lot of bad vibes at the show. It was very hot, too many people, a lot of inexperienced concert goers for a dead show. And that really struck a chord with me because um, yeah, it requires like a little bit of like stamina, but like some savvy to go to dead shows because there's a lot that happens. It isn't just the music. It's like it's the getting to the show. It's the parking of the car. It's the parking lot scene. It's getting yourself together. It's like getting into the place, figuring out how you're going to be. Uh, and then there's a lot of people and. By the 90s, the dead scene got weird, I thought. It wasn't like when I went to shows in the early 80s. Certainly, I didn't go to dead shows in the 70s, but I bet it was, you know, the the popularity and the commercial success that the dead got with Touch of Grey in 87. I mean, there was just a lot of people at the show and they all wanted to party and party hard. And Nitrous would just be going nuts. And it was like, well, guys, like there's something about being subtle here. And I guess there was a lot of drunks and, and I don't know, um, you know, acting like idiots. But I guess there was a lot of China white there and there was a lot of overdoses in the parking lot. And I thought, well, undercover cops and red bandanas, though, you know, we were used to undercover cops. Usually we could tell. Like, dude, you're not even blending in. But at one point uh, in the second set, they open up with uh, coming out of space. They do a Miracle Warfrat Love Light. And I kind of thought that that was a nod, no pun intended, to a lot of the drug use. Uh, and that, you know, for all the Warfrats uh, and people who try to be Warfrats at Dead Shows. Because the drug scene was really quite pronounced at Dead Shows. There's no question about that. And some of us made it out alive and some of us learned how to cope. And, uh, you know, you could always look for the yellow balloons at any of the shows, certainly at Dead and Company, and, and uh, find some safety. Um, but, you know, Garcia had already had his experience, and certainly Billy Kay with treatment from drug use. And so 
I, I just, uh, you know, maybe I'm reading into it, um, but it's something to consider. But yeah, you know, a lot of us go to these shows and we want to party and have fun. And like, you know, when we were young, we were like, ah, our parents aren't here. Um, and, um, but, you know, uh, you know, so, sometimes too much of a good thing can be uh, turned into a bad thing. So the thing is, like, we got to take care of each other and even take care of the people that we don't know. But also you got to protect yourself, too, because there's some kind of funky forces, you know. Um, and so it's not just going to the show and checking out the music. It's like, oh, there's a lot going on. So speaking of which, why don't we get right back to where we were? Second set. Grateful Dead, 7 92 I got a feeling there's no time 
So I'm sure that I can dance The same circumstance Just a tiger in a trance And the rain falling down Rain falling down And the rain falling down
Well, it could have been a spoonful of coffee. It could have been a spoonful of tea. Just a little spoon. Your precious love, good enough for me. Men lies about it. Men cry. Spin, spin, 
Say thank you, Stevie. Thank you, Norman.
wander downtown, nowhere to go but just to hang around. I've got a girl. Without a warning, he stole my love. Taking in faith, tore it apart. Let me stand in the corner crying. Told me your love was slowly dying. So I'm begging you, babe, baby, please. I'm begging you, babe, on my knees. Turn on your light.
dear i thought i'd try the trucking uh, one more time but it's not going to happen sorry about that um but returning to where we really left off we heard the encore of tomorrow never knows out of baba o'reilly a mishmash of the who and the beatles before that turn on your love light out of Warfrat and i need a miracle Three tunes that are kind of perfect for each other. I love the message. Space drums, Spoonful. Joined by Norton Buffalo and Stephen Miller. Norton Buffalo on the harmonica. For some reason, Truckin' won't play. I guess, fuck it. Uh, Before that, we heard a West L.A. fadeaway. And again, Norton Buffalo on harmonica. And then in the midnight hour, kind of out of the note, just kind of a weird placement for that song also West LA fadeaway also a weird placement but clearly they were setting it up for their guest Steve Miller from the Steve Miller band in Norton Buffalo and they opened up the second set with Saint of Circumstance so that's it that's it for the summer 1992 tour and that would be it for the Grateful Dead for a while in 1992 if you ever get a chance, um, there's a lot of there's some really good books about the dead, and Billy Kreutzmann wrote one called Deal. And one of the things he said, you know, is um, Garcia had suggested that they would take a break. Um, and um, but basically the band said no because they had too much of 
you know, uh, of an overhead. He says here, early in the year, we had talked about taking another hiatus. Jerry wanted us to consider it, and I spoke up in favor of a six-month break. The idea was shot down because our operation was a big one with a lot of overhead, mouths to feed, mortgages to pay, and so on. This is where it gets good. Jerry's health had a wicked sense of humor because it forced us to sit out for a season anyway. To hell with operating costs. As time goes on, we'll talk a little bit more about like what his health problems were. But, um, you know, I got to tell you, and I've said this before, like I, I remember doing like a tour as a teenager and it was I, I would be exhausted afterwards. Now, obviously, the band were, you know, taken care of and all that, but it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoy that show. That's the first time I've heard that show, this show, and uh, I, I enjoy it. I enjoyed it, if anything, for its historical sense. But, um, you know, some pretty cool stuff that went on. Hey, uh, let's do this. In July of 87, Dylan had played with the dead. And uh, we're going to check in on a couple of those tunes. Let's do that right now before we do some Jerry time. Right on. Hey, so I don't know what's going on with our CD players uh, here in the Patty Smith studio, and I apologize. We're going to skip the Dylan. Let's go back to Jerry in Merle at Keystone Corner, 630, 1972, and we'll pick up on this next track in the first set. The singer is Tom Fogarty, who is the brother of John Fogarty of Creedence Clearwater Revival, who played with Jerry Garcia and Merle for a little bit. And uh, check it out, them doing a, kind of a classic tune, classic blues tune, right here on Jake Downstream. God bless us. Thank you. 
Pretty girls are sleeping in the sea. Oh, they look like sisters in the ocean. And the boys will fill this pail with salt and
Take a little bra- break for a little while. I'll be back. Play some more. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Jerry Garcia. Uh, that's uh, Jerry and Merle doing The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. Before that, That's All Right, Mama, Biloxi, and Sick and Tired, which was sung by uh, Tom Fogarty. That's right, Jerry Garcia and Merle Sanders at the Keystone Corner on a Friday night, June 30th, 1972. San Francisco. We will listen to the second set next week. I hope you can wait. But this is, uh, not only was it really good, really good quality, good playing, but also uh, a good uh, check-in about what Garcia was doing around this time in 1972. And the dead would pick up uh, later on in the month of July in 1972. And we'll get ready for that. Right on. But I love that version of Sick and Tired. Funny, that was good. Well, I'm a little distressed by uh, my tracking problems on my CD player, but um, I'm going to leave you this week uh, with this. Um, We're going to go to July 6, 1987, uh, The Dead in Pittsburgh. And we're just going to listen to Space and come out of that and listen to a couple songs by The Dead. And uh, again, thank you for listening to Shakedown Stream this week and supporting the show and keeping it right here on MVY Radio. All right, you guys, be cool, peace. And uh, I'll see you next week, right on.
fight.
sweet Jane. She lost her sparkle, you know she hit the same. Living on red to bottom and seeing cocaine. All I think it says a fucking shame.